0: The Big Light presents.
1: Hello, I'm Sean McDonald, the host and producer of the Blethered podcast. Blethered is going to be live at St Luke's in the Wing Docks in Glasgow on Friday the 26th of November I'll be joined on stage by musician and Orwell Prize winning author Darren Loki McGarvey and renowned Scottish comedian and actor Karen Dunbar We'll be chatting about life, Scotland Darren's upcoming TV and book projects Karen's time in Tune the Fat and so much more so get your ticket for a night of good conversation a few drinks and plenty of laughs the ideal way to spend a Friday night just check the episode notes for the link to buy tickets or search Blethered Life. Hope to see you there. Hello, I'm Sean MacDonald, you're listening to Blethered and my guests are the Scottish Ghost Company. I'm joined by Yvonne and David and they tell me about their ghost hunts all over Scotland from capturing unexplained images and voices on their specialist equipment to being scratched, pushed and hit by invisible forces David talks about being able to see spirits from a young age including a wee girl sitting on the end of his bed one night and you'll hear some creepy ghost stories including one that happened to me just last year This episode is brought to you by Debt Experts Don't Fret About Debt If you're struggling with debt and you'd like a free chat with an impartial advisor to discuss your options or to see how you can lower your monthly payments towards debt, then visit don'tfretaboutdebt.net forward slash blethered. You can also listen to my episode with Don't Fret About Debt's senior debt advisor, Tommy Gallagher, where we discuss taking back control of your debt and the various solutions that are available. Don't Fret About Debt offer all statutory debt solutions in Scotland, helping you to make an informed choice. So take the first step to dealing with your debt today. Free advice is also available from the Money Advice Service. If you enjoy being creeped out by this episode, then share it with somebody. Cheers. Tell me, first of all, then, how did the the whole ghost hunting thing come about?
0: Well... Well, for me, um, I was a security guard at an abandoned mental hospital and I was always constant night shift. And one night at about two in the morning, this stream of cars just started coming down the road towards us. And it's like, it's the, it was the middle of nowhere, so there's no traffic. And I was like, what is going on here? And I knew, I can't say that. Um, so the the cars pulled up and they stopped and all these teams of folk got out of these cars and the I was like, well, what are you doing? You can't be here. And they were like, um, oh, we're paranormal investigators and we're just coming in to see if there's any ghosts or any activity kind of thing going on. Um, And because I'd worked there for six or seven months, I'd heard everything that that went on because you're there all night on your own kind of Mm. thing. So I shouldn't have, but I did let them in. And I had a wonder about with them and everything that their medium was picking up on, I was picking up on. So eventually that group asked me to join their team and I've kind of been doing it ever since, really.
1: See, my, I told my dentist, right, I was in the dentist today, I mentioned to <laughs> my dentist that I was doing this and she said her ex-boyfriend was a security guard in an abandoned mental hospital. And I never asked this question, mm. right? Why do you need a security guard if it's abandoned? Health and safety. Just to ensure that nobody goes in?
0: Uh, a, lot, a lot of the time it's to do with insurance. the right, okay. building's insurance and stuff like that because yes. it was a developer that had bought it and that's who I worked for. Oh, and they were going to like develop it yeah. later on? Uh-huh. Right, okay. So it was just to make sure it was secure um, and that nobody got in, which is why I shouldn't have let anybody in, but I did because I was interested. <laughs> Being a, like a medium, what does that
1: actually mean? Because do people get mixed up with medium and psychic and that kind of thing, or is it all, does it all mean they kind of want the same thing?
0: A medium is always psychic. But a psychic isn't always a medium. Right. Okay. So I've always I've always been a, a medium that's I've not had to I've not had to go and
2: horses and things like
0: that. Yeah. Aye. Um I've always seen people that nobody right. else can see, seemingly from when I was wee. So the older I got, the stronger it got. Mm-hmm. And around about the same time that I was the security guard at the mental hospital, I started hearing voices. And I thought at first that I was going mental. I thought at first I was getting a bit schizophrenic or something. Um, until one day I had come off the night shift and it was, I had been asleep for maybe about an hour. Obviously I didn't have a blackout blind. So it was it was daylight in the room. I woke up with a, a noise in my bedroom and I was like, well, what is that? Um, and I had this car because I love cars. I had this car that had, um, it was like a cow print car. And I saw a, a wee girl at the end of my bed who looked as though she was from 1975 or something. And she had these burgundy dungarees that were made of cord. You know, the corduroy stuff? Yeah, yeah. My mum used to put me in my uh, cord trousers uh, and
1: waistcoats for some reason, like dressing up <laughs> like a cowboy.
0: Corduroy. I mean. You well, man, if my mum's listening to this, I'm cool. Man, I should get compensation for that. Sorry, totally. she the wee girls on the bed. Um, so she was standing at the end of the bed holding this car and then the cat. She she realised I was awake and I could see her. And then she dropped the car. Oh, what the fuck! And man. she said, um, "What was it?" She said, um, "I want I want my mum or something." She said, oh. and I was like, "Oh, oh my god!" Um, but she had she had followed me from the the mental hospital. <laughs> oh, fucking She had followed me home <laughs> um, and then woke me up. Like I'd. Oh man! Seeing your night shift, you're lucky if you get five hours sleep so i was more raging that she had woke me up an hour after that so when i heard her saying that um that's when i realized i'm not going mental it's it's, it's spirit voices that i'm hearing
1: everyone i'm sorry to cut you to this here but i've just got so many questions i can kind only of ask no, what you i bring going. in here
2: <laughs> you keep going Mine's just
1: oh, i mean i don't know you listen to this i don't know if you're as fucking creeped out as i <laughs> am right but right where do i even start so she's followed you home mm-hmm which there will be sceptics skep- listening to that's right you can just turn off because I believe it <laughs> if it's not for you and I don't hear it she's followed you up the road now at what point does she realise that you can see her I suppose the point you've looked at and been like oh my god there's a wee in the end of my bed
0: well it's kind of like if you've heard of an aura everybody's got an aura yeah well An aura is brightly coloured because it's pure energy. So if you imagine a lightning strike, Mm -hmm. that's always kind of blue or pink or purple or something like that. So we are all made of electricity and that's what your aura is. Your aura is energy. Um, And because it shines so brightly, a medium or a psychic person's aura shines brighter than a normal person's aura. So spirits see that and they understand that that's a beacon. They understand that you can see me or you can hear me. Did you speak to the wee last year or did
1: you communicate with her in any way or Like No, she vanished. She vanished. She vanished. She said, I weren't my mum. That's mm-hmm. terrifying. And then she just disappeared. See, that that's you've obviously, to one, you're saying that's a shame. So you've obviously got a pure understanding of it and just having a sympathy. Whereas I'm like pure gun. I've got the heebie jeebies, like, just kind of hearing that. Yeah. What, what was the first kind of experience you had when noticing? Well, can I tell you a wee quick one, mm-hmm. which might be an example of this? So my pal's grandpa. Um, his name was John and he had a son called John so their wee childish nickname for him was Man John as opposed to Boy John if that makes ah. sense so his niece she's like three and maybe about a year ago her dad woke her up in the morning he's never said this name and she went Man John was in here last night or the man was in here last night and she's gone, Man John and he he's like what? Yeah, like she true. would never have, have known that like is that the same for you you just could see people cutting about? no pretty much pretty much he, hey. he done
0: that he
2: done that to me with my dad because my dad died a few years ago a good few years ago and he didn't know what my dad called my mum and he came in and said to me your dad's asking for the dragon who's the dragon and my dad called my mum the dragon what The hell! But you had no <laughs> idea it was no. never ever in that i spoke to david about But
0: sometimes things just come out mm-hmm. like um i used to run a pub years and years ago and um this this guy came in after his work well i don't know what time it must have been two or three o'clock in the afternoon um and he sat at the bar drinking his pipe and I Drinking his pint. And um, I said to him, So, how long have you been a landscaper for? And he was like, uh, he, he turned around and looked at me and he was like, How did you know I'm a landscaper? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, know, I didn't know how,
1: I know, how to, I know I didn't know how to say how, how to get at it. Has it always been something that you found has been like a positive thing to your benefit? Or do you ever wish that it just wasn't a thing that you possessed?
0: <laughs> it's 50 50. Mm. Um, the positive things are I know when something's going to happen that's no good. Mm-hmm. Um, are no situations to avoid before they're coming. The negative things are trying to get a full night's sleep without getting woke up or um, like sometimes when I'm driving I see people at the side of the road and things like that. do they see you? Aye. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy.
2: How many times have I been driving and are going going, look at that we last at the side of the road and I've been like... <gasps> <laughs> and there's
1: nobody to do that. I know right. oh, I can't help it I just can do it so like you're saying about Oris can you see that type of thing can mm-hmm. you tell that? Mm-hmm. I what, can
0: look at somebody and know if they're a medium or psychic really
1: mm-hmm. what, can you tell like what say what type of mood you know, like what type of person somebody is like say so you, uh-huh. you met me and Paul instantly and see now I'm paranoid <laughs> <laughs>
0: because that's like there's no facade to be able to yeah. hide behind you I like everybody but if I take an instant dislike to somebody, it's because they're, they're really, really bad energy. Mm. Um, what type of it
1: do me and Paul have similar energies? Like what's your right what's your this narcissism coming to
0: the fore here on that? Tell me about me. <laughs> so your energy is very, very bright. You're very um ADHD kind of thing. Oh, <laughs> fuck man. I was just thinking about that the day.
1: Um, you're you're very mellow. Yeah, it's it's been you're talking to Paul. God. My mum thinks it always says that, like a sort of ADD or undiagnosed ADD or ADHD. Thanks very much for confirming that.
0: (laughs) Oh, fuck. What does that even mean? Just easily easily (laughs) distracted. Just always on the go, but always always, um, thinking like constant brain activity and um, almost hyper. Aye, like a a toddler on Smarties and Red Bull. (laughs) Um,
2: If you felt it was bad energy, we wouldn't have come in here. You would have said to me, we're not going.
1: Oh. oh, that's good. At least I know I'm, I'm mm-hmm. all I'm right. Wait, at, at what point did you come into the whole ghost hunting thing? Never.
2: Not um, until, what, about five, five years ago. I was a nurse straight up until then.
0: Mm-hmm. That's well, what, I had six a, years ago now?
2: Six now. I had a career in nursing and then decided to leave the NHS. And then when I left, walked out and thought, now what am I going to do?
0: Mm.
2: But I come from, because I was a nurse, obviously, and you work night shift, you're in and out all these creepy hospitals, mm. I always experienced things and... Like the staff that were on were like oh God she's on the night and something will happen and spooky bitch and all this sort of kind of stuff um like buzzers would go off and we would just there would just be things happening if I was on, but my grand um and my uncle my grand used to read tea leaves so we come from that kind of family where my mm. uncle sees spirit yeah my daughter sees them my son we think was hearing mm. them not that long ago. Um, so we kind of come from that kind of background so it doesn't frighten me at aye. all and then anyway so when I left NHS I walked out and thought well what am I going to do now with myself because I'd, I'd left so early and I didn't want to go back to the NHS and I'd seen an advert for, I'd been seeing adverts for a ghost hunt in driven hotel and could never go on it for a ghost hunt and then Can I just button the you new know, it was me that was doing
0: the ghost tours really at the driven hotel I oh, right, in 2008 aye. Uh-huh. That's,
2: that's So one came up and I tried to go on it couldn't go on it anyway long story short eventually I messaged the girl who ran this other company and said look are you looking for any staff because I'm not a medium or anything I'm sensitive but I'm not a medium and I'm I'd like to join and she says well we don't take anyone unless they've got experience but come along we'll see how you go on so we went along and um went to Renfrew Bass that was my first event mm-hmm. <laughs> I absolutely loved it and we worked together for what, about three years and then we decided to set up our own company
1: so I was saying to you outside and the time I drive past the Renfrew Baths so I've got this habit of pointing at buildings and going bet you that's haunted bet you that's haunted the bet you there's some mad stuff the bet you there's just some mad energy and I always say that about the Renfrew Baths like what was that because you've got that one coming up don't you it's sold out though. Yeah. Yeah, it sold out really about.
2: quickly it usually does right in yeah. Renfrew Baths That was like twelve hours um, It sold out Renfrew Baths we have done it loads of times it was a hit or a miss remember in the mm-hmm. beginning and then it got quite active mm-hmm. um, my hairdresser and other hairdressers and my hairdressers came that night and I don't think she's actually stopped talking about it because we got touched we got pulled we got uh,
0: did she you not know, um, feel somebody touching her head or something? Mm-hmm.
2: she felt somebody touching her head we got tapped in the back we got stones thrown there's quite a, a lot But she, she, she was standing she was standing
0: if I remember right she was standing on her own at a separate part of the basement mm-hmm. from where we were doing what we were doing and somebody touched her and she started freaking she started out. started
2: screaming. um so, Yeah. <laughs> there's quite a lot that happens in Renfrew Bass. We've had doors closing. We've had quite good activity on the Ouija board which is a bit controversial. Everybody will probably, you'll have listeners that will oh, be like, oh don't the, touch it, don't the, touch
1: it. Oh Mac catholic so be gone mental about that
2: well all i can see is we're using the board it's just like using any other bit of equipment and the minute you're starting to ask spirit to come and speak to you it's mm-hmm. the same thing as a board the map, it's doesn't it doesn't
0: open a portal or it doesn't yeah, open a yeah. door or anything like that before we kind of
1: talk about some of the ones we've done because i've got a quest, uh, questions in a few specific places you've been if you can just give a wee explanation or rundown as to the types of because you've got loads of different types of equipment and stuff and that so just so people can get a sort of sense of what a ghost hunt in itself entails, and then we'll talk about specific examples
2: okay so if you're coming do you want me to explain what we do in an event
1: uh aye right. that would be ideal
2: well if you come along to an event you'll get a wee intro first of all and we'll just explain who we are and what have you then you will go round with david half of you will go around the building wherever we are with david mm-hmm. um and he will take you around and see what he's picking up in the building the other half will stay behind so say you came along mm-hmm. you would stay behind with me and the rest of the crew and we would show you what equipment we've got so we go through every bit of equipment we've got and it means you're not kind of frightened of it when you're getting into these uh, these areas to work with it then you swap so then you would go with david and do your walk around the building then you come back and then we split you into teams so there's three it's called a vigil area and a vigil area is just a room or an area where we're actually using the equipment so say i was up the top doing the wage board or say for example the Ouija board so your group would come stay with me for 45 minutes and then after 45 minutes you would move to someone else another member of crew who's maybe using dowsing rods um, or using any of the electronic equipment which we'll go into in a wee minute and then again you going to vigil three after 45 minutes and do something with them um, so yeah that's what we do then a couple of breaks in between and mm-hmm. things like that we also offer loan vigils um, one of our crew Roy who's amazing he comes from Liverpool. He comes up and does them. So he plonks you in an area on your own or with your pal. <laughs> so say it's at Jedbury Jail. Oh, We've got Jedbury Jail at the weekend. So right. somebody will go into a cell with the door shut on, the and they'll, on their own. They'll be <laughs> recorded for 10 minutes. Um Now, sometimes you don't hear anything. So you would just say, is there anyone with me? What's your name? Da da da, da, da And it isn't until Roy listens to the audio he picks up. Ah. Uh the answers so you'll then get that sent to you via email
0: yeah
1: see like for somebody who's so fascinated in it and saying yeah i've watched i watched you've when i found the facebook page i must have been watching to about half five in the morning <laughs> and like totally fascinated by it but when you're saying lone visual i'm like nope no chance you like, can take it, your
2: pal in it's
1: terrifying and fascinating for That's me amazing. in equal measure like do you ever have people having sort of meltdowns or oh, well we had yeah, yeah. we had
2: one just recently on the discovery ship who oh was my God, in... Yeah,
0: that's right. And the happened Dundee. Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. And one, she's one of our regulars, so she follows us we around. We did post a video on, on Facebook, the, we decided but decided we To, to take, take it off, because she got... Um, she got attacked. She got attacked, basically. So she was sitting there, and the video was running, and all of a sudden, she started to feel like she was getting choked, but you can see her, you know... You can see her gasping Paula. for breath.
0: And, oh try to, and, then yeah. and, and then she just
2: freaks out and And then she just gets
0: up, and she starts hammering on the door to get out. Let me And the thing is, the
2: door was open, but... And she'd a mark on her neck, mm-hmm. um, so that was a lone vigil. You and I done a lone vigil not that long ago in a in a building in Glasgow. Didn't hear anything. the two That's of us sat and saying nothing, nothing, nothing. That mm-hmm. wasn't until Roy sent us the footage that we heard this lady going, "Don't." Uh, in in a really posh. Because we were speaking to her. Well, we're speaking to see who was answering, and we didn't hear anything until he played it back.
1: Where was the Building.
2: It was in mm-hmm. just off Sucky Hall Street somewhere. Yeah. Oh. It was someone that had asked us to go in.
0: Uh, that was on the seventh floor. This oh, building. Oh, man.
1: Well, um, can you tell me about that house She's went to? It's maybe the most haunted house in Britain. See oh, terrace. Oh, my God. Right, I, Honestly, that's where I shot myself and went, right, and us, and us and off of one
0: night. That oh, you got to the East Drive? He's drive or I wish what? I'd known you were going to ask that because I broke my ring to show oh, you. Oh, because your ring was mm-hmm. the, uh, I had broken, did like Actually, like there was a bit missing Was that? So,
1: I mean, I'll just kind of let you just take the floor on this one if you want to just tell me about what's the deal about this house and what happened because I was and, and honestly that was where I drew the line I was like I can't watch it anymore have you seen Here, I'm the film? to get scared have you seen the film? no the
2: film it's it's called, called When the Lights, the Lights Go out. out you should watch it
1: Fucking watch me as well, a, I, I'll be watching a like Tom and Jerry of of the night
2: it was a, a, and it, well, I'll, I'll let you tell the rest but it was the producer of that film that bought that house and right. then now right okay. out
0: and that, the mother of that family was the last one to live in it until she went into a home and then the producer of the film bought the house.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So right. he now he now rents it out per night. Right. It's Earth like an, it's like, like a, a spooky thing. Airbnb,
2: but there's also paranormal companies rent it, like I mean, what we do. I wouldn't
0: stay in it though because it's
1: minging. There, is it really? <laughs> it there's, is. there's like spooky so, and paranormal, but this to me seems like evil. Like watching uh, it's like what it is what happened when you were there?
0: Well, um we we only booked it because we were skeptical about it. Right. And we had this we one percent glimmer that it could possibly be the most haunted house in Britain. So that was the only reason why we booked it. And with and I thought, I, I, I tell the truth. So we, we all tell the truth, but as a medium, I tell the truth. So if there's nothing there or I'm not getting anything, mm-hmm. I'll just say that's Pash. There's nothing there. <laughs> but I just had this feeling that there, there was something about East Drive. Like yeah. there was this energy that was Is like Midlands coming or something? out of it. It's in Yorkshire. Right, okay. Pontefract. So... We pulled up, we were were nearly late, as we usually are, um, (laughs) because we got lost. And we were met by the guy who ran the house for that night. Mm -hmm. So we were taken in and we had to write our names down for the track and trace or that palaver. And it showed us into the living room where we sat down. Um, And I was sitting on the arm of the couch. And we hadn't even started, the guy hadn't even introduced his sale, and nobody, nobody had, we were just sitting talking um, and I felt this jagging in my finger and I was like, what is that jagging? So I just kind of scratched it and then again know of it. And two minutes later it was scratching again and I looked in my ring, which was a solid nine carat gold ring There was a bit missing out of the band and it was, it was the sharpness of the metal that was digging into my finger. So when I discovered that, Jane then said, her, her glasses had No, had I was broke. talking
2: to Jane, who's another mate. It was all crew that was there. I was talking to Jane and I was talking about her and that was fine. I went over to get my juice and came back and done a double take. And I said, Jane, what's happened to your glasses? And they had snapped in the middle. was oh, mad. Absolutely mad. In the middle.
0: So then we started and we started off in one of the bedrooms upstairs and we all saw, all physically saw this Black energy mists start to form in the middle of the floor. And then it started to get bigger and wider. Um and it got to probably about the height of a child, didn't it? Mm-hmm. And just at that point, somebody started tugging on your your
2: jeans. on well, my jeans were playing, my mobile phone was in my back pocket. And I didn't want to see in because everybody was all kind of concentrating. And I was like, There's something touching my phone that was mm-hmm. trying to get the phone out of my pocket. So that was the first 10, 15 that minutes. That
0: was more the first that was of the first ten, fifteen minutes. I'm probably just being a mad like
1: I'm just willing something to happen. Seeing mm-hmm. you as I was talking about that. my head started splitting my forehead I've
2: got forehead as well
1: have you like, uh-huh. see just above my, so mine, my eye right there I was actually
2: sitting
1: here
2: thinking to me.
1: the point <laughs> I was like pure holding my forehead like, that's really sore that's just changed. when you started talking about the glasses does that make me an
0: empath then that could it. <laughs> it could do it, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. it could do it could um, do even still to the point now I'm like ah oh, it's really hurting me Sorry, so you see the black mist um, yeah. and um,
0: Well, we left, we finished in that room and then we decided we were going to do a vigil in the stairs, um, in the stair hall. Now, the the story of what happened was the wee girl was dragged up the stairs by her hair backwards, by this spirit. Um, Another part of it is um, that the grandmother clock got flung down the stairs. So we we thought that would be a good place to do a vigil. So we lined up on the top landing and Sheila and myself... We're halfway down the stairs, just sitting on the stairs. And we were hearing knocking and taps. And then all of a sudden, Dawn, she she let out a squeal. Screamed. She, had, well, um,
2: she, she she screamed. So I ran and see if she was all right. And she said, I've just been scratched. And she did jump jumper on, I've just been scratched. Now, there is a lot of um, reports of people going scratched in the house. So here, I said, let me see. So she took her jumper on that down and here she had. Claw maps, See, right I saw the floor for myself
1: and yeah. I was like as if like, 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 like somebody's taking a three mm-hmm. or four fingers and mm-hmm. scraped down but mm-hmm. at
2: that same point there was a guy sitting on the edge of the bath in the bathroom he was complaining of a sore leg he, he felt as if he'd been Though,
0: I, the guy and, he was doing a lone vigil in the bathroom and he was sitting on the edge of the bath and we were in one of the bedrooms and we asked the spirit to go and give him a sign or affect him to let, to let us know that they could hear what we were saying kind of yeah. thing and just literally within that split second, the, the boy screamed <laughs> out and he was like, ah, oh, I've my been, been my leg or something like that. So he took his trousers down and sure enough, he had this A massive welt, welt on his on leg just above his knee. It the, was
2: he was away mm. in the bathroom and we were in the bedroom. So, And I, then the at that room, exact
0: same moment, the spirit box came up with three words. Mm. Um,
2: something, something. Bathroom,
0: bathroom. burn, leg. Oh my. On the screen, uh, it the came the same. It so all happened at the same time.
1: That's a bit of equipment you've got where
0: words will mm-hmm. flash up mm-hmm. and sort of yeah. relevance. It's, it's it's like a spirit box, but it's just words. It's right. a word bank, so... Rather than audio. audio. See, was, see, the that I found
1: really fascinating as well, because the word thing, I remember watching a video and there was words just popping up that were completely relevant to what you were asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's nuts. But what's that thing? Does it skip between radio stations and
0: then just yeah, pick the, out words? That's the noisy one. SP7, uh-huh. SP7 spirit, box.
2: spirit box. And you hear it, it's really loud.
0: Uh-huh. Yes. It skips Should. all the radio stations and the, the theory is spirit are able to pick out words from the station. a sentence. Mm-hmm.
1: hit or miss. Normal.
0: Sometimes I can count in on one hand the amount of times that's been really effective and really good in the last five years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when it does work, that's good. it's absolutely amazing. You can have a conversation. What, um... I'm
1: sure there's loads, but what are the sort of stand out? Do you know what? I was actually going to go down the very atypical, what's the scariest thing that's ever happened? We'll talk about what's the most interesting or even pleasant thing that's ever happened, if you can think any. There must be like a, a couple of instances. Uh-huh.
2: The most pleasant thing, I think, for you must be helping people.
0: Well, it is, but I was going to say something really selfish there because it kind of opened my eyes. It, it opened my eyes and affected me in a positive way. Mm-hmm. I think because we've all done this for so long, doors opening and shutting and tapping and banging, that's all run of the mill, we're used to that. Mm-hmm. But we were in Drum Castle in Aberdeenshire and when I was doing my walk round, I was describing the spirit that I was seeing. I just say things as I would say them. I, I don't pretend to be posh or whatever else. And this this woman spirit would have been the mother of the arrow and She was really crabbit and I described her to everybody as being an old crow. Not for a minute thinking. She's standing listening to every single word I'm saying. So later on, that room, the the drawing room, was our vigil area and um, nothing happened. Nothing happened whatsoever. And everyone said, David, maybe it's because it's the men that are in here. Maybe this person doesn't like men. So I took the men out and I took them away. Down to the other end of the corridor into the study and it all kicked off. Your vigil went mental. And she was, every asked, the time she I was walked answering other than I was I asking. Know, was then in. after that, every time I walked into the room, everything went flatlined. flatlined. <laughs> Nothing happened. Um so later on in the last vigil, we had the spirit box out. Um the what was it was it the echo box? Echo box. Yeah, which is like the digital word bank. Right. And um everything had flatlined still. So I asked the Echo vox, is it me you don't like? And it came back clear as in, <laughs> yes. And I said, why? And um, she said some, something along the lines of, um, you're very rude, <laughs> she said to me. And I was like, oh, this can only be one person because the thing that popped straight into my head was me saying that she was an old crow. And then I said to her, is it because I described you as an old crow? And she said, yes. yes, yes. And see, after I apologised to her, and I said, um, I'm really sorry. It was just the first thing that came into my head and the first thing that came out of my mouth, everything kicked off again. She was She's fine. It's absolutely mental. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: I've got a question. Why are there ghosts? And then like, cause you assume people make the assumption either that there's no such thing as an afterlife or anything like that, but then other people say there is and you go on to heaven or whatever that may be. So why how why are there spirits and sometimes why are they hanging about for you know, hundreds and hundreds of years.
0: There's a number of reasons. It could be it could be their death has been a really traumatic death, like um a car crash or a murder or something that's been so shocking and it's happened so quickly that they've been shocked out of their body. Mm-hmm. Um and they remain in what we call the astral plane, which is which is kind of superimposed onto our dimension. Um so and they are stuck here they're, they're, they still think do they still think like they're living or something oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's sixty-seven percent of householdings is, and is, they like they don't realise they, they don't realise they don't, uh, don't realise which is sad uh, it is really sad no I don't mean that
1: in, a, in an unkind way but it's just like straight up I have to be on my involuntary responses that keeps the shit right out of me <laughs> but that's what's
2: quite nice about David because if they are like a wee bit lost or they don't know he can help them to go where they're meant to go, which is nice when we do get house hauntings and particular, it's children looking for their mums or whatever, he helps mm. someone out and that's really nice. I
0: remember one house haunting, I was called to probably maybe 2009, 2010 and it was a new build, it was, um, I think it was a Persimmon house or something. How's and that for bad luck? I know, I know. I know. <laughs> I know, and it's haunted. <laughs> um, and it, that, that house haunting was, it had been a council scheme, Right. That had been demolished and oh, these right. new houses had been built onto it. And this guy um who had lived in the council house had terminal cancer um and he died at home. And because he was in his bed for for so many months and he was so weak and tired, it had passed without realizing he had passed. So that's why um this new family move into this brand spanking new house mm-hmm. um and there's doors opening shutting and there's footsteps and there's banging and stuff and it was because it was him trying to say what are you doing in my house? What's going on?
1: Right. Okay, so like who are these people that are just mm-hmm. in my my
0: house? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so mental though. Would you not be like, wait a minute, all, all their stuff are in I you. I know, I know, but he's he's he was wondering why everybody was ignoring him. And that that was that was what I asked him. I said, did you not know? And he was like people weren't answering me. People were refusing to acknowledge me, and I was like, well... Oh, man, that's... So he didn't know, he didn't know he died. So <laughs> where, did you, where, where do you feel that, that um, you go after you die? Because I've worked with Spirit for so long, I know that there's several different layers.
1: Is it like as your consciousness expands and develops, so then too, do you go into to a next level? Is that kind of, or...?
0: That's one, that's one theory. Um, one of the theories is that um, life as we know it and this earth is is college, really. It's just like a school for um, soul growth and personal development and all that kind Currently, of stuff.
1: But a good karma and bad
0: karma. Yeah, maybe. well, I uh, mm-hmm. sort out previous <coughs> previous lives. Um, so, you be, do you believe you in reincarnation? Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I remember um, one night I was lying in my bed. Funnily enough, it was around about the same time as um, that mental hospital. And um, It was pitch black in my room other than just the orange streetlight coming through the blinds. And I woke up and this man's voice said, "Um, I love you, I'll wait for you. And I sat up and I looked in the corner of the room and there's this guy who had a a suit on for like 1900 or something. So after having, um, so after it was soaking wet, it was dripping wet. So um, it turned out I had been a woman. And that life and he had been my husband but he had died he had drowned so it was, it was absolutely mad and we've had a regression as well haven't we? Mm-hmm, both of so ah, the
2: regression which was really strange at separate times didn't know because it was all confidential
0: uh, well exactly it was like two weeks apart mm-hmm. I had mine in my house and you had yours in your house right and
2: the p- regression showed that David and I knew each other from before my regression I seen him but he didn't know that I didn't tell him and then his he seen, seen he huh? seen me but they me say that when you go through life, like you've probably met that person before now, you think, I know your face for oh, you somewhere.
1: Or you've got an instant mm-hmm. connection yeah. with somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to say to producer Paul, mate, I'm sorry, this is maybe going to be, Charles double. this is going to be longer. I mean, maybe <laughs> first thought it would be, because I've got so many questions. But like, <laughs> first thing that makes me really sad then, like my family, I know them, just everybody in my family I'm close to, I'm just like, no, that's my family. But then in theory, you're saying here that I could have had another mum and she could have had another mm. son. And then I'm like, mm. that kinda kills me a wee bit. Do you know mm. why I mean that? Like I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't really like the thought of that. Like
0: there's, there's still so many people who knew us and loved us in previous lives who are still over there waiting for us to come back mm-hmm. to find to see to see how we are. And then and then what though? So
1: you say say imagine, right, let's just say, hopefully in, in like eighty years I die. Am I going to have like seven mums waiting on me? Just like, And I'll be like... You could. Might well have. My mum's got to be raging at that. Very <laughs> of
0: that. You could, indeed.
1: Um, my
2: wee grandson says that to my daughter all the time. Um, my other mummy sent me here. Oh, for fuck's sake. Isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: My other mummy and he will tell you, he'll say things like he's he's been this place he wants to go there because his other family, he said his other family it was in Clyde Bank. He said, oh, my other family stay here but you do get kids that know exactly where to mm. go. They've, they've said they've been in a place and they've not. And it's times because like that.
1: they're still so fresh. If, kid, if I had a kid and said that to me, I'd be looking for a seat <laughs> and I'd be taking them back. <laughs> I, I would like to do the whole regression thing.
2: It's good.
1: Um, it opens your eyes. Well, I've, I've got like a particular, so I've got a particular affinity to, to New York, London and Rome. I, like, see places when, when I go. Any, every time I'm in these places, I'm in London often. I've been to Rome quite a lot. I've only been to New York twice. And it's just this weird, weird feeling. Just a feeling you're, like... You
2: belong You feel like I've
1: been here before, aye. Mm-hmm. It's the strange, strangest, strangest thing. But I had a really mental, weird fascination with those three places before I'd ever been to them as well. Like, yeah. proper... People but like, I never dickhead. Like sold. Subs- your soul remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, everybody's fascinated with New York. And I'm like, no, but I but it's like it's this weird, mm-hmm. like no how how do you feel nostalgia for a place you've never been?
2: I feel like that be Egypt. Do you? Mm-hmm. For some strange reason. Um, I get a lot
0: with Greece as well. Do you? But there was a, a Roman centurion that went to Greece. Uh was one of your regressions know, an Egyptian person?
2: It looked like it was somewhere like What that? is
1: regression therapy? You shut your eyes and then they put you under and you say what you're seeing?
2: It's like a meditation. Uh, it's quite a deep meditation, and they take you back. So they take you, like they count you down. So from your like sixties, f- fifties, forties, da da da, and okay. then you pause for a minute, and then she takes you back further. Go back mm-hmm. another five years. What were you doing? What have you got on? Look down. What can you see? All this kind are of stuff. Are
0: you conscious while you're doing this, or Are you like asleep?
2: It's a strange thing, isn't it? Because you are conscious.
0: You're conscious of what's going on in the room and noises in the room, but you're not in the room. If you know what I mean.
2: The things that were feet? coming out of my mouth, I was like, she was asking, what are you wearing on your feet? And I'm saying, nothing. And I, I said, but they're not my feet. They're <laughs> hairy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a man's feet. <laughs> and she's like, that's okay. That's okay. That's fine. And then so it turns out I was whatever, Egypt or whatever. And, and I thought my gran, who's my gran now, was in a bed that looked a lot younger. It was my gran that was in the bed, but she looked a lot younger. I was a man. All I could see was my feet. And then she took us back again and again and again. And I went right. And there was a lot of London came up. And I mean, I've been to London loads of times, but I think it was a fl- flower seller in London. I've got this thing about wow, London and about selling flowers, and that was picked up. mind that.
0: That be thing we've seen outside Harrods. That be seller. Be thing.
2: seller mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's amazing you should get it done.
1: Best way I can describe, like, the, describe the feeling of nostalgia I get for these places. right and again, better running joke here. I have to Here we go again. That's an asshole talking about Barcelona, but after living in Barcelona for years, and any time I come back to Glasgow, I felt this deep, like, um, happiness, nostalgia, just pure joy at being back home in Glasgow and seeing the places I'm used to. But yeah. there's streets I'm walking about in Rome and London and stuff, and, and I'm getting that exact sensation. Mm. And like, this is really... So
2: you've been before. Uh,
1: this is just strange. Yeah. There'll be, I mean, there'll be people listening. That's going, oh my God, shut up. But, you know, that, that's, well, that's it's, kind it's a lot it's of experience.
2: experience. But, do you know, do you get deja vu?
1: Oh, uh, All the time.
2: Because David's got a good explanation for that.
0: Because Um, you've seen it before. Kind of. My opinion is, Mm -hmm. and going from what I know of spirit, everything everything we do in this life, Mm -hmm. we have thought about and pre-planned before we've came here. So the people that we meet, um, our friends, jobs, places we go, everything's pre-planned. And when you get deja vu, it's your soul remembering the plan when you were planning the plan. Does that make sense? it does eh? it does make sense but then I start questioning if I got
1: in for myself because there's times when I've like lost my phone lost my wallet I've been sick after the night out and I'm like why I never planned that <laughs> like how is <laughs> that like why would I why would I do myself dirty like that
0: <laughs> because you're a human being
1: uh, you're, 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 you're you here for a
0: human experience mm-hmm.
2: and maybe that taught you something mm,
1: I've got so many other questions right but I want to start with you and see what you think of these so my, I think my mum's pure psychic tendencies like she. Uh, she's a full scale like, like heebie-jeebies where sometimes but I remember once so I went to school on Bishop Briggs and she worked right next to my school and another like a secure unit and she used to always be early for her work maybe 45 minutes early mm-hmm. and there was one day we are driving towards Bishop Briggs Cross and you come to this wee tunnel uh, for just I know, for, yeah. the benefit, for the benefit for the benefit the the aye for the benefit, the aye, but, aye, mm-hmm. for the benefit of m dating was Bishop Briggs Cross coming towards along Springfield Road towards Bishop Rex Cross, Quinns is on your right. And for some reason, she, there was no need for her to phone her work because she was still going to be early. She was going to be 15 minutes early and she was meant to be, but maybe she thought they'll be wondering where I am. So she's phoned up and again, she said she doesn't know why she did this, but she's phoned and said, hi, sorry, I'm, I'm just like, in case you're wondering where I am, running a bit late, there's a wee red Ford Fiesta's broken down just at the uh, at the bridge and it's a single road why would you say Red Ford Fiesta? Why would you make the call? We turn in the corner and there's a Red Ford Fiesta just sitting and it's broken down. Uh-huh. And honestly, and it's at that point point you're like, let me out of this car. <laughs> like, let me out. There's other things like, I remember once we got into a pure fight because she had a gold chain that went missing. She's like, you've done something, you've moved that, you've put that somewhere and tidied it and now I've lost it. And I was like, mate, no,
0: I, didn't even, moved
1: I, was, I didn't even know you had a gold chain and it ended up a pure argument because I'm going mental. And she's going, well, there's nobody else who's touched it. you have been the only person here. Maybe like two months later, I think she went for lunch with her pal. And her pal's like, oh, your grand's here. She says to have a look in your shoe, blah, in the wardrobe. And she's went into this wardrobe and her gold chain's in this shoe. Uh-huh. Now that creeps me right out. I wonder if I wonder if it was her gran that moved it in the first place. I think it was. Just to get attention. Just saying hello.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she says like, when she's in her bed sometimes she will feel somebody sitting on the edge of the bed yeah that's common See sometimes when I'm falling asleep I feel as if I feel somebody like blown in my you, ear
2: yeah like I get that as well mm-hmm. that and
1: then I, but then I, mm-hmm. I'll sit and I'll try and recreate the conditions I'm like maybe I've exhaled <laughs> no. really heavily <laughs> it's how it's if I exhale be- heavily it's, it's been, but been, been <laughs> like, <in laughs> the side but it just happens it wakes me up and then I'll you know I'm like
0: she's just looking at that's healthy to question it though mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. will I tell you my ghost story uh, I am dying. Mm-hmm. no okay come on right so last year my pal so his family have got multiple houses and they have got one house that's really big but it doesn't always get used and he's like do you want to we'll go and stay alright sue me it was during lockdown right we crossed council lines but we did it so he's like we'll go for a wee bit of novelty we'll go somewhere else and just chill for a couple of days so we have went to this house it's amazing it's incredible it's fairly new and it's right on a beach private beach and you know, all that kind of thing and we get there and I'm like wow this is this, is, this is class this is first night everything's normal and I feel like this is relevant but it was cold and he put the heating on and within about honest to god within two minutes you're like that's oh, nice and cosy it's roasting in here sat and watched Netflix they've got a a log fire we've lit the fire there's fire lighters Ooh, fires up within seconds and it's at a point where you're sweating I'm like it's absolutely roasting in here so we've kind of let the fire die down. So that's me kind of giving that pretext. The next day, sitting watching Netflix and I was like, we've come back. I remember what we're doing. Right? We've went somewhere and we've come back and I've went to the house, is freezing. And he agreed and he said, that is, I'll put the heating on. I'm like, it's still absolutely Baltic in here. So we've put on the, I'm actually getting really cold right now, just while I'm talking about this, but I don't know if I'm just talking, getting myself into that it. mindset. So I've we've lit the fire and I'm putting these fire lighters in and the fire will go up for a minute, but then it's coming away back down. Now I'm putting bits of wood in, logs, twigs, newspaper. The fire's gone up, but it won't stay up. That's not right. Now I'm sitting beside it, right? And I'm pure cold. Like I'm shivering. I was like to him, are you cold? And he said, aye. And he's like, and I've got the heating up to the highest setting. It's still cold. I'm like, that's weird. So he's sitting on a couch, right? And I'm lying beside the fire and we're watching Netflix. And we were watching something about some serial killer and the lights were spotlights in the ceiling you know like your sort of traditional sort of modern spotlight oh. one just a single bulb I'm watching the telly and I noticed that one bulb is gradually getting brighter and then gradually getting dimmer gradually getting brighter and it's going like as if somebody's twisting a dimmer switch Yeah. so I've turned around and I think my exact words were do you know I fucking rat that <laughs> and as I've looked at my power, right he's sitting with his hands on his knees he's no moving and his eyes are pure wide open so at this point, <laughs> I felt my eyes filling up, right? I'm like, I'm. I'm but it, and to, to explain, if you think Scooby Doo is a shite bag, you've never hung about with me, right? Like, really? <laughs> I
2: make
1: Shaggy look like this pure brave guy, right? I'm terrified easily. So I'm like, what is that? And he went, I don't know. Now he's always dead, calm, cynical, skeptical. And I was more scared by his face because I knew something was wrong. Uh. He went, I don't know. It kept happening as we're looking at it. And I just kind of went into this pure denial mode and it stopped. And I was like, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that. Two seconds later, and the ball blew, right? And there was like a sort of misty smoke coming out of it. And I thought, oh my God. So my mate's freaked out by this point. So he gets up to this couch and he walks over to this big wooden armchair with this big red cushion. The whole, the whole sort of, um, What'd you call that? Just the cushion part is all red. And that's significant. So remember that that's red. And he's then looking towards the light. So he's kinda in my line of vision now because he's he's kind of moved to opposite me. And then he's just kind of looked startled. I'm Went, what is it? He later, eventually, after me cajoling him, he tell me, He's like, I've just seen like a figure or something or something move past her. And I knew at first I thought he was trying to wind me up, but I knew he was he was genuinely getting nervous i'm actually freezing man. i'm just because i'm pure terrified remembering this so there's like a what, the way to describe it right this massive house big living room and in the two bed there's two bedrooms where you can enter kind of from the living room that's yeah. the are, but there's a, a partition wall probably as, as wide as that wall that's just behind you right so let's just say two two and a bit meters and it's purely decorative that's what he's seen the figure walking past so I'm getting really freaked out and I'm like, We need to go. But it's half two in the morning, right? And we're no anywhere near Glasgow. And he's like, No, nah, we need to just stay. So I've gone to my bed. No, I had put a podcast out that night. And one thing I tend to do is I listen through NER just for just to see how it was and if there's anything I can change and that kind of thing. And he sent me a text saying, You better stop that. So I was like, mate. I'll come through there and I will knock you out. Stop trying to like (laughs) wind me up. And then he said, no, seriously, stop the tapping. And I was like, what are you? So I've turned the podcast off and I'm texting him. I'm like, what are you talking about tapping? He's like, I know it's you tapping the door. I was like, mate, I don't even know what bedroom you're in. I don't don't know what room you're in. What do you mean tapping? Two seconds later, I swear to God, all I can hear is this. Mm. As loud as that, right? So I am now in my room right, right. My, I'm about to fill my nappy here I'm like I need, I need to do it here I'm really <laughs> getting terrified then all you can hear is the sound of like a furniture, furniture being dragged across oh, tiles
2: oh I love that
1: but really loud <laughs> we
2: love that but I'm talking
1: this was like a seven or eight second noise yeah now at this point I'm like I swear to god I started saying like I'm not joking right I started listening to hymns and saying the Hail Mary and all that. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like honestly I was about to stand up making the cross with my index finger shouting the power of Christ compels you I was that terrified right went to sleep and I'm like get me out of this house! I just don't like it I want out of here so that's terrifying so my pal has went home and he's went for coffee with his mum and he's told her so here's all the background information we got his cousin had passed away six months previous in in some pretty horrible circumstances. It's kind of all say. Yeah. If anybody's gonna be left in limbo, it's somebody who dies in these circumstances. And he kinda of had some issues throughout life. And that house that we were in was his favourite. That was like his spiritual home, you'd say it's his favorite place to be, but he didn't like anybody else being there. Mm. That'd be part of his complex issues. So I just found out the other day that I was sleeping in his room and I was like at what fucking point were you going to tell me that I was sleeping in the dead guy's room who, who's quite hostile to people that come and stay there so his mum said to him do you not know, remember when you used to come out of his room he used to always mess with the lights just to to be a by a bastard like just to wind people up oh that's creepy you used to do that with the lights but another thing see the wooden chair that oh when we sorry when we came came out the next morning out of the room the wooden chair had moved Right up to the door, the, the, the French was? doors, right? Oh. So that had moved. and we had physical evidence that had moved,
0: yeah.
1: but we found out that he hated these chairs and that every time he came up to the house, he would open the French doors and put them at Just the back beside the, the bins. Oh my god! And that in was that that, sitting at the French doors and that's sitting at the French win- at the thing. My windows, there was something else, actually, I think that I'm forgetting.
2: Sounds
1: amazing. Oh, Which, I know. <laughs> I, I will see what I, I was saying that when it happened. I was like, "We should get ghost hunters or something to come here." Um, and it was before he'd had to, in his funeral or any of that kind of thing. But also, see when you stood just at the wall, it it really was like icy. It was like yeah. standing outside, and that's just that's just creeped me out forever. It's been a big cold, cold spot. It's um, it was terrifying.
0: But that's what it's been. He's he's went back there. I think
1: he's raging now. What? No, me I out. actually
0: don't. I actually think he's trying to let you know he's there. Think so. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. From what you're saying, I don't get a, a, a feeling of badness. Really. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to say hello. I'm here. Can you pick? But can you pick that up? Do you mean f- just for the for the things that's
1: happened, or for for, for literally like me explaining that? Are you pick, from you explaining that? Can you pick like something up for that? Aye. That's mm-hmm. not bad. Does anybody see? I'm asking you questions. There's no way you could ever know. But does anybody ever like Jen Kim ever follows me about, or is ever there or it?
0: You've got somebody, yeah like to uh,
2: Can I just it's, interrupt it's like things with a... the wee blue spirit light? Did you see it earlier?
0: No, I never seen it. <laughs> it but there is something in here.
2: Uh, There's a wee was a wee tiny blue spirit light about ten mm. minutes ago.
0: And what's that? <laughs> just it, A spirit light. Spirit lights to say is the first stage of manifestation. Right.
2: It's like it was blue. So you it's get them in different colours. It's just energy sort just you know, buzzing about. Maybe but in a it was bit. here, that's what caught my eye. I was looking at your bag, it was in about your bag.
1: Do you have any do you have any sort of inkling or any sort of instinct as to who that would then be?
0: Um, It's a young female that I would put to your school years. A young female?
1: I don't think I know anybody that's
0: passed away that I went
1: to school with. Mm -hmm. Well, I do, but male.
0: Right. It's somebody for your school, female
2: doesn't necessarily need to have known you quite well. She could just be kind of...
0: Thinks I'm a good laugh.
2: Mm, Yeah, maybe it's your energy you're giving off. She likes you.
0: Does energy attract energy though, Mm -hmm. doesn't it? Mm. Why would a ghost be following me about her?
2: Well, maybe she likes you. Maybe it's just your energy she likes.
0: See, my aunt
1: is an air hostess and she she worked for British... Well, she was. She worked for British Airways for years and she came off a flight and phoned me or sent me a voice message and she said that somebody came up to her. And was like uh, I have to be kinda of sensitive with the information I think makes so it's not identified. We basically just was like um describe somebody I went to school with who passed away in no really great circumstances. Described the guy this last was English, he was she was like English. The air hostess. I just I just went up to Martin and was like, somebody's here telling me to pass on a message to you for your nephew to say he's alright and uh-huh. shouldn't that shouldn't have happened and, but it is what it is and not to worry. Yeah. And I was like how i bet she said f- f- four or five things where you're like you must you would have to know that person to know that i to know do you ever, are you like ever just walking about Brayhead or something and somebody comes up to you and goes here mate gonna tell this guy i said blah
0: no no, <laughs> no. that never happened <laughs> no. you take the wood you know what i mean like see if i was and i saw something like oh yeah, mate, maybe gonna tell him i said well the odd time the odd time but generally no i don't do that but you don't do it but would people come up to you no no how mental is that? Would a
1: ghost come up to you? But do you know what I mean? Like would somebody try and communicate with you and be like, can you pass this on? But you just
0: wouldn't? You? Aye, I know. Aye.
2: Depends what it is. It depends no.
0: what it is. Um if it's something really sensitive, then I wouldn't. Mm. Um It's quite a hard thing to wrestle with, isn't it? That mm. is.
2: See what you're saying about the lights? That Go happened to me, the lights going on and off oh, that aye, happened aye. to me in my own house. Really? We had been at the wigwams. Um just for the weekend and came home and through the night I woke up to my hall I was in my bedroom my hall lights were flashing it was just a single bulb flash flash flashing like chasing itself so my husband's an electrician so anyway I went into the hall none of the lights were on so I flipped mm. it on and off nothing so I ended up waking him up I'm still going to check the lights so he came out and you he, he could see him standing kind of looking my son's an electrician my my stepdad they're all electricians so anyway down to the main switchboard the breaker whatever you call it switched it off and that couldn't get it to go off there was no electricity circuit breaker off circuit breaker was off downstairs we were talking about the other night and he we just couldn't get it to go off so eventually it stopped and then he was standing looking and he he said there isn't any explanation for this you've brought spooks home in this house (laughs) Um, (laughs) anyway long story short after that, the bedroom ones, the bed, let lamps were doing the same. Down the stairs were doing the same. It's just when you're talking about lights, that's uh-huh. kind of what happened to me. And David ended up having to come in and telling the spirit that was in the house to kind of get away to? that it didn't live there. Did it just
1: follow you up the road?
2: Mm-hmm. I think so. What it was, was the deal? Like? What, was... Like a <laughs> what was, it was It was a just spirit? a mischievous spirit. Just turning lights on and off and fixing lights that had to work for two years all of a sudden they were on. Blew my washing machine, my tumble dryer, I remember uh, all the one right. week all This electrical stuff was going on, but for the switch to be off, and those was Aye. like that, it was one of the creepiest things that I've ever seen. And
0: so, he doesn't like anything, I don't
2: know. No, no, no,
0: no. I, wonder. So
1: what's, <laughs> I mean, can I? It's like, I'm it's like, can I? i given in it, it's I like know. expected. So, what? So, you've come in and just some mad. What does it look like to you if you come in and you're like, ah, oh, there's something here?
0: But I see spirits as like you're evolving. Mm-hmm. like like real people um, occasionally I'll see them in my head or I'll hear a voice or whatever um, but usually if there's something going on in a house I'll walk in and know straight away either something there and then when I move throughout the house I'll then see it this particular spirit was what I would call an, ele- an elemental which is a spirit who's never lived in a physical form in this world um, and I'll probably sound absolutely insane saying this but an elemental would be what you would call a fairy or a troll or even imps. Um, Elementals aren't necessarily bad, but they're not necessarily good either. Usually if there's a negative spirit, there's an elemental will be with it, right. like a doer. But this spirit had, had come from the forest, didn't it?
2: hmm Just moving so things. not only if
1: you get actual just human to deal, where well, you've just get these mad... Demons are real. Yeah. Demons are real. hmm have you ever had any encounter with Mm -hmm. something you've really shot yourself and went, oh God, no. Mm -hmm. What happened there? I suppose Um, there's been multiple, but any you can think of.
0: I was called to a demonic house haunting um, and the demon decided it didn't like me um, because I was telling it to get to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it decided it was going to haunt me for a good nine months. And because of that experience, I know how the stages of possession work. Right. It was absolutely horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. and it I took me a nine wee months. bit talking about it. Eh? Uh, you look as if you're just slightly... I, know, I hate it. I hate talking about it. It's traumatic. It, it was Aye.
1: traumatic. No. It no, was no. traumatic. Is it something... Would you rather change the subject or are you able to speak about it a wee bit? Because if you want to change the
0: subject, I completely understand. Um, We, we can talk about it, but I won't talk about the, no. the song. No. It would, it would sing a particular song um, that that oh, polish your arm freaks me out
2: how do we not talk about the ones that we've seen in the in Jedburgh we shut a place down remember when we came out oh, it was some... oh that's right in aye. Jedburgh David we pulled that's right, a I lot of people out of that. vigil for uh, no I
0: shut that whole prison block down
2: because there was because something there demonic, was demonic there was a demonic kind of hanging about someone and it
0: was like um, Guest after guest after guest well, was unwell. spewing and ready to pass out because oh of this God. demon. And eventually, I was just like, no, this can't go on. So, we just shut that whole jail block down. Well,
1: where does something like demonic come from? Because people, the sort of traditional assumption is that God and Satan both exist and that the devil puts this thing out. That's the kind of traditional I don't traditional...
0: know if God exists or if Satan exists. You know, just kind of ghost to tell <laughs> you. <laughs> I, well, I, know, I might, might be going to try, but I know angels exist and I know demons exist. Purely because I've got personal experience of both. Right. I don't read books on um, psychism or mediumship or whatever. Right. Um, so whatever I know has come straight from the spirit's mouth. So uh, demons are real.
2: And the night the night that we had it in Jedburgh, we all have radios on, and obviously I was on for first aid. Mm-hmm. Folk were apparently trying to radio me. I wasn't getting any messages and they were just coming in yeah, one after another the because they were interfering with the whatever it was was interfering with the radios oh and making everyone so sick, mm-hmm. um, including the staff, the crew. So I think they had three or four seats. Well, yeah, you and had like, seats, like a sick That's sick ward.
1: Bloody hell, man. <laughs> and point, they can just attach uh-huh. themselves to you. Mm-hmm. Is, there any, is, is it if they decide that, then that's it. You're getting followed about by this demon. But if they decide... We do right. do
2: a grounding before every event so um David helps you to protect yourself before we do any event mm. whether it's...
1: See like with, with things like this I think when when it's something that I don't it's new to me I don't understand then my mindset of problem solving reverts to being very childlike so my very first thought was say, would you not just get one of the angels to batter fuck at them <laughs>
0: like, does It doesn't matter, matter. that doesn't <laughs> that does <laughs> um, You, you, you can call on the angels to deal with but they kind of get rid of the demon all they can do is remove you from it do you know what i mean they can all they can do is remove the effects of it all right mitigate it yeah yeah
1: so have you ever read them um, angels in my hair by lorna byrne no you know who she is no she's like an irish woman who says that she sees has always seen angels and stuff So i'm just always totally fascinated by things like, that of the certain, like the paranormal yeah and she pure goes on about it all the time and demonic stuff and how she sees these angels the and they're like is that so You say if there was like a mad angel in here for talking sake is that something you would just be able to, it's just this big fucking eight foot massive angel just standing there like because <laughs> <laughs> <it>, in <laughs> my mind I've it's
2: just a big mad angel in my
1: mind it's just really like the big wings and all that and, <laughs> well that's true that's true so then if they're there then that makes me think there must be the existence of God because the the um, the um, like that would then imply the existence of good and evil, of yin and yang. So it's like if there's one to counteract the other.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. The whole God thing, I don't know. I don't know if there's a God or if there's many gods or if the human perception of God is the angels. Does that make sense? Uh, Yeah, I get what you mean, right? I mean, for me,
1: like, I I don't know. I mean, I believe in the existence of God. Um, I do believe in the existence of God as well. But then I suppose like you're saying, it's what, by by whose definition or by what definition? Maybe we're mm-hmm. all looking at the same thing, but interpreting it in sort of different, different ways. ways. I suppose in the way that there are many religious mm-hmm. texts, exactly. which yep. are kind of interpreting this. You can pretty much look and go, I use it all, talking about the same thing, but you're splitting hairs on some of the details. Yeah, It's kind yeah. of what it tends to
0: be. Just different types of religions for the same person, really? Or persons?
1: I've here are some of my childish questions people will probably ask you at a time <laughs> do you never want to just go right here come on one of you must know the lottery numbers for next week but well like tell to you mad spirit of like you must know
0: something aye, tell me I've done it I've been there and done that and did they just not tell you remember what I said about your life plan aye what's for you will know about you alright okay so uh, yeah. I'm obviously not meant to be a millionaire mm. because Shame. for a run of six or seven weeks every single week I would ask spirit for the lottery numbers, and every single Saturday for that seven weeks, I won a tenner. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. It was it was it was three numbers. No, not the same three numbers every week. It was all different numbers. Um, but I never won more than a tenner for that six or seven weeks. I done it
1: because mm. that's what if some spirit was like to me listen, I need you to pass on a message to one of my loved ones, I'm like, no bother, come back with seven numbers, right? For next week's Euro <laughs> millions, and I'll go and tell them whatever you want me to tell them. That's kind of, that's the deal. Um, what have been some of your, early, you must have like, I suppose, stock stories that you tell people in terms of the ghost hunts in general? Like, is there any you can sort of think of? Basically, just that people are going to go, oh, that's scary people so that I'm going to go that scary this is like this is um, intentional psychological self-harm here uh, totally
2: that's what David was saying earlier you know we forget and we get quite used to three torches being lined up are you a year girl turn that one on there are you boy turn that one on there and when they turn the on back forward everybody else is going <gasps> no, I'm and just you like, and I uh, are like alright it's so me boys we a girl. Oh, hi. and we it's forget that that is quite exciting for people that have you know that I'm not used to it I know Um,
0: but like when we were out on Saturday night and we go out every Saturday night whether there's an event on or no Mm -hmm. and we went into the graveyard I don't know whether you watched the live but it was really impressive communication with the torches Mm
2: -hmm. Um, it was a reverend and
0: a a lady but they were answering on command and turning them off on command and things like that it was really for me to say that I'm not impressed by torches Um, only a chair flying across the room would impress me but
2: But it, it was quite good because we've done it for so long it's the same in the kitten ball and you know, no one's near that ball and all of a sudden it starts flashing and things mm-hmm. and be like oh kitten ball and was <laughs> like oh my god jumping top each other like, right. like a scooby-doo so <laughs> but f- i think for me i quite like I, I person like if you look on tiktok on one of the little videos at jed but i keep going on about jed but as to me one of my most favorite places when you'll see we use the sls which is a connect you know they use the xbox camera
0: Right, okay. so picture up like
2: as a stick man. Full spectrum. I wondered what that is. Right, okay, yeah, well, yeah. picture up as a stick man, and I remember that as soon as we arrived that night, saying to David, is there a wee one here? Because there was a kid's prison in there. Because I just feel as if there's somebody at my right-hand side. My hands were cold, and I just was really aware that there was a little one beside me. Anyway, later on that night, I was in the kid's prison and said to my other, another crew member, David, Going to turn the sls i'm going to go in the cell myself and i'm going to turn my phone on to ring of roses and i'm going to see if this wee thing will stand next to me so i went into the cell myself now they were all standing outside the cell looking through but the camera was on me and put my phone on and you hear it singing ring of ring of mm. roses and all of a sudden this wee tiny thing appears on the camera and she dances he dances round and that that video is on tiktok now sls stick man whatever you want to call it picks up a lot of people just about the same height as yourself or whatever but that is the first really good evidence we've had of a small tiny mm. wee child and she was dancing I and remember the me. one in
0: Clane the, the amputee
2: and it was proposing to me in the corner And oh, that's I right we, yeah, that we, was we put on smell. one of the one of a wartime song or something in Clayton Castle and I stood at the door and was dancing myself <laughs> David was speaking to it but you see it dancing with me oh in my the corner God. so all those videos we are did on we a
0: vigil in in and we didn't know that Colleen had been used as a war hospital during the Second World War and I think it was for American soldiers and um, we had the SLS running but we also had the spirit box, echo box running at the same time and we were talking with this guy, I can't remember his name, was it Archer or something like that? Um, Mm -hmm. And he had said he had been a patient in the the hospital um, and he had lost his leg um, during the war so we asked him can you appear on the SLS camera and he did and he'd only Ooh, a leg. half a leg oh the you're he uh, only had mm-hmm. half a leg he had been nursed Aye. in there that's what uh-huh. it was they'd use
2: it as mm-hmm. a war to make shift and he fell in
0: love with a nurse member <laughs> bloody hell man mm-hmm. I've never ever seen that that blew my mind I have a look.
1: So it's the Facebook. I've been looking on so I
0: need to check. Uh, it. No, we it. don't have that. We don't We've have
2: not have that on it, But on on TikTok, which you'll see general. all the videos, which are quite short, which is quite good sometimes because yeah. Um, yeah. you can see exactly what we do. You'll see another one was table tipping, where we all put our hands on the table and in we asked the to table.
1: Yeah, it was we on one leg. We were
2: in the unicorn and mm-hmm. bindi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was up in one leg. Um, and in Jedburgh, because I actually went down to check that nobody was pool on it mm-hmm. and I was checking everybody's nails to see if you know there was no marks in their nails where they'd been pressing it down mm-hmm. that blew my mind uh, because that table was up in one leg
1: for um for anybody who wants to go and have a look on Facebook they can go to the Scottish Ghost Company and you'll see it they come up what's the the best place for them to have a look on TikTok exact same just the Scottish Ghost Company Scottish Ghost Company TikTok well that's me um, losing about six hours I sleep the
0: night
1: both through terror and through just being absolutely hooked on these videos if anybody wants to join well I suppose I'll ask for myself how do I come to and then other people can take this advice how do I come along to one of these and what is the soonest I will be able to get a ticket to come with a pal well, everything's sold out
2: apart from the vaults I'll get tickets left for the vaults. Is
0: that the Edinburgh vaults? Mm-hmm.
2: Are we sold out there now too? I need to check, yeah. But we, we've, we've got We've got Inverary jail,
0: but that's um,
2: when's that? Is that March? But we are getting ready to put on more. We're just right. waiting on events getting back to us. But if you keep checking the Facebook page, or I the will. website, Aye, the website's I quite we didn't realize it was well. going to
1: explode the way it did. Aye, so I need to, I need to come with one I'm desperate to. So I, I was in Edinburgh a few weeks ago, well, no, maybe a month ago, and I've always wanted to go to the Edinburgh vaults. This is how long ago it was. remember watching on GMTV and it was Eamon Holmes and that Fiona thing. It must have been like 2002 or something (laughs) and it was Halloween and they they went to the room where they've got all the toys that people take for the wee kids spirit or whatever. So I've been wanting to do this tour for ages. We went, we had some woman, she's she's not going to listen to this, I'm not going to identify her, she was Pish took us down there for
2: Was it Mary King's Close?
1: No, I've been to they've made, got
2: the kids bit as well. Been to Mary
1: King's Close. So but, it was actually um, the vault. I was in the vaults and the at the South Bridge, I think. And um took us in for two m honestly, between two and five minutes and just went people used to come down here and then that was it. She took us a walking tour for about an hour and a half. I was really I was raging. Oh I thought we were in the vaults the whole time. But well, I think I think we've booked up for all night, It's
2: we? all night, it's midnight till six or seven in the morning. What is it? Uh, it is in February, February. the 5th
1: of f- February right I'm going to get I'm going to book for that if anybody pulls it
2: I'll let you a know. Double, let us know I'm pretty sure we're just going to
1: that buzz one. Was one just pulled. Is it, it?
2: for ah. two of you though?
1: well I mean my mate can do it he can like cut <laughs> tough lines like hard luck he can come to the next one but if it was one I would definitely
2: right, okay. I would love to come I'll we'll let you know That'd I used to do tours at
0: the Volks years and years ago and they're very very active mm. every single time I did a tour so there we were just doing
2: them um, that's right week,
1: I mean, yeah, when I was in I was hoping I was going to feel something in my ear and, never, and I'm like, how do you know if if you're because I would in my mind I'd be I'd be attuned to that sort of thing I don't know because I'm open to it how do you know if, if you,
0: you are a year I think because you're open minded you're setting yourself up well to start with
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're not going to know how you're going to feel or what you're going to feel until you're in that scenario. Mm-hmm. So the only way for you to find out whether you will feel that, which I think you will, is, is by putting yourself in that situation.
2: You could just feel it. You can smell it. You could hear it. You can... All sorts of things. You'll just you feel learn. it. You'll just I,
0: think know. You, I think you'll just get a feeling that there's uh, something there. I always do things like, I'll think
1: about some... I don't know, everybody does this and you can, you can pin things to coincidence, I suppose, but I always think of things or I mention something and then it comes it up sometimes really like pure abstract you know just weird things I'll say it or a person uh, and
0: our person phone that person phones you and you're like where's that coming that's more that psychic everybody to a certain degree is psychic mm. but you just lose it over time well I as, as kids get older um, they start to lose it but it's like driving right um, although I drive I'm not an amazing driver so I'm no particularly talented at that. It's the same as being psychic or being a medium. There's varying degrees mm-hmm. of it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
1: Another, just kind of as we round up, just another few questions I've got. Why do, do you, What is it that motivates you to keep doing it? Because it must take up a lot of time. It's probably quite en- like taxing and from an energetic perspective. Is it because you just really love it? Because you feel you're achieving something, or is it a mixture? Like, what is it for you both?
2: Both, and plus, want more, and I actually feel quite privileged sometimes. Whenever, see, like that little one's dancing with me, I think that's amazing that she came and stood beside me, and that I managed to capture what mm. I did. So I feel quite honoured that I've got that, but I also want to see what David wants to see, a getting thrown across the room. Mm-hmm. I want to see all that because when we're on events, there's no fakery. What you see is what you get. You Aye. know, Nobody's going to chat. Nobody's going to tinker with the equipment or anything yeah. like that. And when things happen, we all think, could it be this, could it be that, and see when it's not. It's amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you can tell that for the videos. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've said to people. I'm like, look, you can tell when something's bullshit. Like, remember that guy, Derek Akora, was pure at it on <laughs> That's right.
0: Yeah.
1: I, and it's like, oh, piss off, man. He's kidding on, he's being possessed. Or I know. But, like, that doesn't even, even I know, that doesn't just happen. No. But with your videos, I remember being, like, honestly, to anybody listening,
2: (laughs) like, just
1: oil them. Like, I (laughs) scroll all the way back. I just pure chill to the bone with some of them. Like the necropolis, for example, and at the lady well. So for anybody that doesn't know, there was, what's the lady well, which is like a source of water at the tenant's factory, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Uh, If you don't know what I'm talking about, the start of Duke Street, um, sort of backing onto the Royal Infirmary. And there's this well where they get fresh water and there was, people were burned, like they burned people as mm-hmm. mm-hmm. glitches and stuff. Yeah. So, and the member watched that and you were at the tombs. So I would, would go to those tombs and mausoleums and stuff and as a wee guy being like, hey, there's ghosts sitting watching us <laughs> right now. So to then see things and when you're like, hold on a minute, that's mm-hmm. a bit, and your video was a bit mental. Like, what's, was there any, any, any kind of standout things when you saw that? we there?
2: came home and um, the EVP had, we played it back and it was uh, Evil. That's, right. that's on our TikTok thing but do you know where we got a lot of witch voices through our box was when we went to Pollock Park Now the witches were there as well there's a witch chain Pollock Park and on her again on her oh, TikTok videos, she that. says, she shouts, burn them. Clear as she anything. She shouts, burn
0: them, but remember there was the witch's laugh. It was like,
2: and, uh-huh, <laughs> <you'll, yeah. laughs> So it's all right, It's all on those videos, but she goes, burn them. That's
0: right. It's clear as i my me. head in
1: my hands right now. It's, it's
2: quite scary. You
1: just can't see me. She's saying, burn them. Mm-hmm. Was that like she? Do you think she was echoing what had been said to her? I don't
2: know. I think, she was I think it was about, a bystander. To us.
1: Burn them. Mm-hmm. Why were people so fucking evil back in the day? I know, I know. Like, what, at what point did we develop a consciousness of humanity and compassion? do You'll know you
2: love that. It's a really creepy voice and you ah, hear it coming through. I'm
1: going um, to watch Quite shit. far
2: down because it, la- it was through just as lockdown got lifted, I think, wasn't That's it?
1: That's right. See, and an unrelated note, I've spoken about this before. I actually spoke about this um, on an episode recently. I told this exact same story, but in a very different context. So, long story short, lockdown, I was cycling everywhere and I cycled to Pollock Park and it was summer, as is 2020, but you know how I mean? it can just, oh yes, so it can get dark mm. and I'd never been to Pollock Park in my life and uh, I was at Pollock House and I was kind of walking about being like, wow, this is amazing, like just thought it was incredible. It started getting really dark and I was like, shit man, I don't really want to do the whole pure Hansel and Gretel thing I can back <laughs> through like these trees and all that to get to Corker, like Corker Hill um, train station. So I'm on my phone, on my maps and it's like, it basically showed me how I could get to uh, like the other, I don't know, like the Silverburn side or whatever. And I was like, I'll just follow this on my maps. So it's took me up the back of the house and it's taken the way you would drive out, right? It was the opposite way. Right. And it's all trees, not it and it's like muddy and it's dark. So I've kept walking and kept walking and realised there ain't, it's pitch black by this point. Can I see anything? And I just felt, I know, right? All well and good and me saying this now, but it just felt as if there was something there. It was horrible. And as I was walking, and then I basically put my foot on a bit of a hill and realized shining my torch my phone and realized there's like a wee burner, a wee canal. So I was was creeped out. I was like, I could have fallen in there, man. (laughs) If something had happened to me, people would have been like, oh, it just shows you, you know, you never know what somebody's gone through. I'd have been like, a ghost going, no, 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 I just get lost. I was not, not, like I wasn't in a bad place. (laughs) Like I just didn't know where I was going. And I couldn't get out. And I was going to creep the hell out. Because that house is like, I then looked up, it was pure hundreds of years old. Pollock House, aye. We used to do events. See, in when House? I, see when I got out onto the main road, I don't know. I just felt, it felt as I'm better. like I've left something mm-hmm. there. Like I, I just well,
2: felt. like the witches and probably. Mm-hmm. I felt House. like
1: uplifted?
2: Mm-hmm. Like I
1: felt happy as if oh, I've just got rid of a real problem there. Mm. It was
0: weird. I wonder if she was sensing something
2: then. But you think about it, when we had done events in Pollock House as well. We would a lot of sick people that were getting affected in Pollock right. House, coming down the stairs because we did have to open the office down there to look after them down there. So we're all. No, dropping, yeah. dro- dropping the flies.
1: That is terrifying, man.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah, you hear the bitches' voices on those videos. You like that?
1: Need to go and watch them. I Feel like if people want to ask you more medium stuff, <laughs> but what do you even ask? I would love to know who that person is. Uh, if there's a ghost in here, going to tell, going to tell somebody, going like, like, to like, knock I, on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I will. be there will be like, know how in the in the cartoons when like daffy duck runs through a wall and there's a big <laughs> daffy duck shaped hole <laughs> like that would be me if, if there was to be like a chap or a knock I'd or something
0: i myself <laughs>
1: <laughs> no this has been great thanks very much no, for thank you no problem for listening. <laughs> if um as you have listened if it's something that you're interested in then get onto their various social media pages and get something booked um, I will probably see you there because I'm just going to see if I've got a season ticket or something or <laughs> <laughs> I'll just come to all of them thanks very much again
2: thank
1: you uh, and thank you for listening and we'll be back with another episode of Bletherd soon cheers
2: Blethered was written recorded and produced by Sean McDonald in association with The Big Light music and post-production by Brian McAlpine and for more information, go to thebiglight.com If you like this podcast, please check out all our other series including Talk Media, You Could Start a Fight in an Empty House Talking Derry Girls, Brave Your Day, The Tartan Noir Show Double Scotch, Great Scott, Trust Me I'm a Leader Unearthed, A Sonic Hug and Old School all on The Big Light, Scotland's podcast network From the Big Light Studio...